1: Welcome back to the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast. Today we're going to cover an anti-diabetic agent called the sulfonylureas. And classic examples of medications in this class is glipizide, which is brand name Glucotrol, glyburide, which is dibeta, glimepiride, which is amaryl, and chlorpropamide, which is an older, older uh, sulfonylurea that, uh, honestly, I have not seen used in, in practice in a long, long time. There is one clinical quirk kind of with uh, chlorpropamide which I'll I'll talk about in the uh, adverse uh, reactions segment of the podcast today. So how do these drugs work in managing diabetes? If you remember diabetes, we're generally going to have a ballpark uh goal A1C of 7 to 8, and these drugs bring that A1C down, they bring down blood sugars, and how they do that is they stimulate uh, beta cells in the pancreas to produce and release insulin. And with that mechanism of action, it's really, really important to understand from a physiological process what insulin does. So, insulin causes the sugar to come out of that bloodstream and therefore lowers blood sugar. But in doing that, through that process, whenever we have either, whenever we either use insulin or utilize a drug that produces or stimulates the release of more insulin, that's got the potential to drop down blood sugars. Too far because again, we're doing things that are um, kind of beyond physiological processes and kind of read adapting uh, that situation. So, whenever you have uh, a drug that's going to stimulate the release of insulin or kind of produce above and beyond uh, insulin, there is always the potential uh, for hypoglycemia. So a lot of the other agents, so metformin, I've covered already on the podcast. Obviously, I'm going to cover uh, more coming up here. But um, a lot of the diabetes medications don't necessarily um, have a high risk of hypoglycemia themselves. But when you add them on to a sulfonylurea and or insulin, you know, that risk obviously uh, goes significantly higher. So hypoglycemia is something you absolutely uh, have to remember with sulfonylureas because they stimulate that insulin release. Now the second major, major side effect, and these are the two biggest you absolutely have to remember and definitely very highly testable. Um, if you're taking pharmacology throughout you know schooling, nursing school, pharmacy school, med school, whatever, Uh, you've got to remember that these drugs cause hypoglycemia and they cause weight gain. So in our patients with type 2 diabetes who are already overweight, you could understand how weight gain is not very advantageous. Patients will not like you um, for giving these drugs, maybe necessarily, um, because they can contribute to weight gain. However, they, they are certainly very effective, Uh, at lowering blood sugars. So I did want to touch on quick uh, hypoglycemia, making sure you remember some of the signs and symptoms. Uh, So sweating, uh, shakiness, obviously extreme hunger and that type of thing can can happen with hypoglycemia as well. Um, In our geriatric patient population, uh, particularly maybe ones with cognitive impairment or other things going on, uh, some of these um, hypoglycemia-type responses, reactions may be blunted. And kind of the classic example is uh, beta blockers, which blunt um, a lot of the physiological responses to hypoglycemia, uh, with the exception being uh, sweating. So that's a, always a, a testable Uh, thing that I've seen on on various exams kind of throughout my career. So uh, definitely remember that remember signs and symptoms of hypoglycemia and recognize that you know in all patients particularly maybe um, geriatric patients you may have a patient that uh, simply falls. You know they, they don't say they don't recognize that they're They're hungry, that they're shaky, that they feel any different. Uh, Maybe they just get a little dizzy and and they're falling. So recognize that if they're on a sulfonylurea, we've got to look at those blood sugars. And if patients are having spells where they're they're not sure what's going on, we've got to check blood sugar at that time and and rule that out uh, as one of the issues there. One other adverse effect I I did want to touch on is with that chlorpropamide again, in practice, I can't recall the last time I've seen chlorpropamide used. It's probably on a patient that had been on it for 30 years and, you know, nobody bothered to to take it off. But um, anyway, this this medication is on the beers list and it can um, cause drug-induced SIADH, which is syndrome of inappropriate antidiuretic hormone. And with that, Uh, Low sodium is basically what can happen with this medication. Patients who are on diuretics, so something like furosemide, hydrochlorothiazide, um, are at higher risk for uh, significant hyponatremia if chloropropamide is used with this. Again, uh, seldom, seldom used, hardly ever see it, but just wanted you to be aware of it because I I know um, it can come up uh, on test questions occasionally there. Now, I did mention geriatrics today, and that's kind of my uh, baby, so to speak. That's, that's what I love. That's where I practice um, my work as a, a clinical pharmacist. Um, mentioning geriatrics, uh, just yesterday I, I released a practice exam for board certification for geriatrics. It's a 175-question exam, and I am offering a huge discount Um, on that exam, over 50% with that new release. You can find that meded101.com slash blog, and it should be one of the the recent blog posts there. So definitely go check that out. Um, Great, I think, resource practice exam for, you know, anybody maybe seeking certification, board certification, good practice questions for NAPLEX, things like that. Um, So certainly feel free to um, go check that out and uh, get that discount code, meded101.com slash blog, and it's the uh, new release uh, blog post. There's a discount code in there you can go check out, and that is good through Sunday, August 12th. If you happen to be listening to this later, uh, sorry you, you missed out, but um, certainly and there's tons of resources at, at meded101.com slash store as well. So go check that out. Uh, I did want to... Uh, Finish up on on sulfonylureas with a a couple of of topics. So first being drug interactions, you definitely need to um, remember agents that can lower blood sugar. Uh, If you've got a sulfonylurea on board, that increased risk of of hypoglycemia um, can certainly happen. Now that's got to be weighed with where the A1C is at what are our goals of therapy, you know, is this an end-stage dementia patient where we don't care as much about getting aggressive, about lowering that A1C, versus a, a, you know, 51-year-old obese patient that was newly diagnosed. That's a patient we're probably going to be more aggressive with and that type of thing. So definitely uh, remember whenever you add on a, a new diabetes medication or using things together, Um, and they're on a sulfonylurea, that can can drop that that blood sugar for sure. Uh, As far as drug interactions go, you know, there aren't a ton with the sulfonylureas, which is a a good thing, um, certainly. But, um, you know, whenever you think about changes in in diabetes through diet, through medications, through anything, uh, it it is important to just uh, keep that in mind and and recognize um, that we might, Keep a little bit closer tabs on monitoring blood sugars um, during that that time period. So, uh, the other thing I I kind of wanted to uh, discuss a little bit was um, you know that that target A1C and those goals, and you know in my patient population, working with a lot of pa- patients with dementia. Shorter life expectancy, things of that nature. Uh, you know that A1C goal less than eight may be appropriate for many, many of those patients, and particularly those on sulfonylureas, where that hypoglycemia risk uh, may be a, a little bit higher. Versus a patient just on metformin, you know we're probably not going to worry about hypoglycemia quite as much there. And again, you factor in. Uh, that A1C goal with where the patient's at and how much um, preventative. Remember the, the lower A1C, we really help prevent microvascular complications, um, kidney disease, eye trouble, uh, neuropathy, and you know the aggressiveness of that goal weighed with uh, life expectancy is a really important thing uh, to think about when we're using these type of of medications. So I think that wraps it up for today, gives you some good uh, pearls, some commonly uh, tested things that that may come up on your uh, exam as you're studying pharmacology and things of that nature. So um, reallifepharmacology.com, I've got a free giveaway, 31-page PDF, where I highlight really highly testable pearls for the top 200 drugs. Again, 31 pages, absolutely uh, free to you, uh, com. So I'm going to leave it at that for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you got time, leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Uh, incredibly uh, appreciative of, of all the people that have already done that. So um, take care, have a good day, and thanks for listening.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.